Hey everyone, and welcome to the third episode of the Think Mantle podcast. We are here in the studio. It's me, Dev, and the lovely Sophia. Amazing. How <laughs> are we today? I've had a really hectic 24 hours, and this kind of like inspired the the vibe of today's episode, where we're talking about anxiety, stress. Uh, stress as a student but yeah I'm I'm okay I'm trying to be present in the moment how are you Dev? That is what counts um, yeah I'm excited for this episode um, talk about stress and stuff the joy that is <laughs> um, yeah so exciting time so we're just going to start off with a little icebreaker before we Ooh. get into it okay so what's one song you've been listening to on repeat at the moment? Mm. Mine is London by Lily Allen. Oh, I love a bit of Lily Allen. Like she makes me feel like kind of the main main girl character of a of a British sitcom. Oh, one hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with everything going on as well in my life, so many things going on. Whenever I listen to her, I just feel quite quite calm. Like yeah. Yeah, it's your movie. City moment. girl. Yeah. It's all part of the plot line. <laughs> yeah. What about you? This is so much more like lame in comparison, but like I don't know what it is. But recently, thank you for the music by ABBA has really been doing. Oh, it <laughs> that's so random. It honestly is, and like you know how Spotify Wrapped is coming out soon. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's a very nerve-wracking time yeah. for me, my brand, who I think Your I am. Brand. My brand. <laughs> so I I fear that that may be like my number one song, even though it's doing even like the past like two weeks that it's just really done it for me. Um, yeah, my Spotify Wrapped is going to be an experience. I think yours is going to be really mixed. Oh, it actually is. You know how it um, shows you your like top five most listened to songs. Yeah. Oh, mine is such range. It will literally you can tell what time of like day it is from. It's like because we only have like five hours of daylight now. Um, the morning will be like really like upbeat. Like my number one song will be oh. something really active, and then like yeah. hit like four p.m. It's just like Elliot Smith. Oh, sad. <laughs> I love that though. You're all about contrast, aren't you? <laughs> really? I truly am. I literally got into the studio today and Sophia was like, oh my god, you're not wearing black. <laughs> and I'm literally just wearing, what would you say, like a cream coloured sweater? A cream, light, yeah, yeah like yeah, a yeah. light colour today. Yeah. yeah, so contrast as well. Yeah, contrasted with the with the black nails. and Exactly. Yeah. It's the vibe. So, um, yes, today's episode is going to be about anxiety, uh, anxiety about, about being a student um, and how we cope with anxiety. Uh, so I want to start off with my little anecdote <laughs> that just occurred yesterday. Um, so I just finished catching up with some great friends I haven't seen in a while. Uh, and then I went to a makeup shop in Oxford Street and I was just so excited because it was buy three, get three for free. Bargain. Yeah, Black Friday sales. So I was collecting all my stuff in my little bag and then went to pay, checked my pockets. Um, where's my phone, guys? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just scrummaging through my bag, my pockets, my friend's bag just in case she had it and you know I kind of like accepted it was gone I used to work in central London and we would get thefts all the time mm-hmm. and I like as an employee I knew that there was nothing I could do mm-hmm. so my friends they cared more than I did they were like 
oh, they were telling the employees, oh, can you check the CCTV? Uh, mm. uh, she's like, no, guys, it's gone. It's Oxford Street. It's gone. Mm. Um, so, yeah, just that acceptance phase. Um, tried to go to Apple to, like, do find my iPhone. Didn't work. Um, so, yeah, I was just feeling very... It was a great night, but then, obviously, that was a horrible ending. And then my very lovely friends, they got me an Uber home. But on the Uber home... Um, I had a really nice driver. His name's Camille, and he's from Poland. And I, I told him. You know <laughs> I told him about this show, and I said I'm going to mention you tomorrow. Um, but he really calmed me down, and I'm. I told him. I opened up to him as you do with Uber drivers. Uh, I opened up to him about like how stressed I was and how much anxiety I was feeling. But also, I've also kind of um, reached this weird acceptance phase, like sorry not anxiety i'm feeling now but like when i first found out i'd lost my phone like of course naturally but when i was in the uber and i was just on my way home i was like kind of trying to focus and focus on the positives mm. like uh, i've got great friends that paid for a trip home for me and i've got my mom to come back to like nothing has actually changed mm. it's just a phone and then he really tapped into that and then we started talking about um, my my book I'm reading right now, which is The Power of Now, which he's also read. I think books are a great, like, Brilliant. common ground. And he was... I thought I was zen and all, like, peaceful and spiritual, but he was, like, next level. This guy was on it. It feels like like he was waiting for this conversation. Like, yeah. Talking. So he was like, oh, I, w- I would say, what is it that I'm actually sad about? I'm trying to think, what is it that I'm actually sad about? And then he said don't even think about that like why do you have to why do you have to find a cause for your your sadness or your anxiety that's so true i feel like for me as someone who overthinks i always think by like thinking about it more i'm gonna get some like resolution and then it's gonna be satisfying then i can put it to bed but the truth is is that more often than not i can't find a resolution and that you know if i stop thinking about it and just move forward that may be the best option at that point yeah so that really opened my eyes i was like yeah what what why am i thinking about sadness like why why are we as humans so conditioned to like want to know the root cause of everything like there's nothing actually okay well to be fair it is quite sad losing your phone you know there's memories and stuff but i've got icloud everything's backed up um what else uh i've still everything in, in my plans are still going ahead like I knew the next day I've got this radio show which I love talking on and my trial shift for this new job that I might get hopefully. Um, So it's like nothing's actually changed apart from the fact that I don't have this physical little Mm. thing that I've been telling myself as well, I need to get off my phone. I need to like just disconnect a bit more because Mm. my screen time is going up as I'm being more active on WhatsApp and all these group chats. And I was just like, I told the Uber driver, I think this was the universe's way of like removing that stress from my life for a bit because I've literally been telling myself I need more downtime I need to step away from this thing that is triggering my anxiety a lot Mm. and yeah the uber driver agreed he just said yeah I think when you put a lot of power into your thoughts and uh what you want it really does happen in weird ways in ways you wouldn't have expected I hope you gave this Uber driver five stars. Well, it was my friend that got it. Oh, my god! And gosh. because I don't have a phone and she doesn't have social media, she's one of them girls, um. Um, uh, I haven't been able to tell her yet to give him a five-star rating. But 
yeah i i suggested we we connect on linkedin or something because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i didn't know what the, the professional protocol was for staying in contact with your uber drivers but he just said i'll, I'll give your radio show a listen so that's i don't know if we'll ever meet again but thank you camille you really calmed me down camille if you're listening please drop your linkedin <laughs> on the at think mental instagram dms <laughs> Well, I don't think he will because he kind of just like ignored my my little <laughs> suggestion. But yeah, um, I think the aim of that story was kind of just to see how easy it is to kind of calm yourself down with the right kind of mindset and words from someone else or even from yourself. And even in this book that I'm reading, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm going to keep referencing it in this Power of Now. Um, they mention how as humans are uh how, how do i say it it's it's such a deep like philosophical book that i can't i can't say it in like normal human words but in our critical moments like emergency kind of moments that's when we really see who we are and how we deal with situations and i think if this was me a year ago before i found meditation and mindfulness I would have been like crying I definitely wouldn't have been doing this today mm. like I still haven't got a phone I tried I tried to quickly get a phone at EE before coming here but that failed um but yeah without my phone I probably would have felt a bit like dysfunctional like I, I probably wouldn't have come in for this radio show I wouldn't have had the confidence to come in for my child shift because I don't know I can't contact the guy mm. or whatever but um now that I've kind of found more my outlets of like peacefulness and and reading up on this stuff a bit more it kind of makes me realize there's so much more to life than the things that we choose to emphasize our stresses on mm. yeah it makes sense it's just i feel like it often takes like a extreme event or an intense moment for us to realize that because we get so caught up in the the rat race of day to day yeah so i haven't had a moment like that in a while where it was like a critical moment where i really got to see how I react and I was quite surprised with how I reacted like when I came home my mom was like oh she was more like she kind of emotionally impacted than me she was like what oh this this is bound to happen blah 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 and I was quite calm at that point because you know Camille he calmed me down but also like I was just that that realization of acceptance and like there's nothing that you can do mm. and that that's the thing with a lot of things with anxiety like a lot of the things that we choose to stress on, um, there's not much we can do, but it's just about accepting it and trying to move on and move forward. Mm, I think as humans, um, you know, feeling in control is reassuring. And when we don't feel in control, we will do everything we can to feel in control. But sometimes for our well-being, it's kind of the hard option, but just to accept that, you know, this is above me. I can't control this right now. I can like what are the things I can do to like make the situation better yeah so yeah um apologies to hear about your very stressful day um but yeah that was all the inspiration for the show talking about like anxiety um you know how it affects students um but like before we get into it we just wanted to clarify like the difference between anxiety and stress um because I think, I, I won't lie, sometimes I use them interchangeably, even though I know the difference. Um, but just like, for the sake of this show. So like, you know, you know when you're 
worrying. Um, it doesn't really get in the way of your like daily activities or responsibility. Um, like a worry is very like circumstantial. Um, it's like unpleasant, but it's not like a, like significant like like de like stress. Um, and like there can be you can have like limited specific small numbers of like worries and concerns. Um, whereas like with anxiety, like you know it does disrupt your life and your social life and the like stress and worry of the anxiety itself is uncontrollable um, and it's like seems constant and um, it's hard to manage um, which I think like you know when you look at the definitions in black and white like this you just realize how many students have anxiety and how it's just so not talked about um, just generally like oh yeah students are like stressed and worried understandably because of deadlines but it's like when you look at student life so many students like suffer with anxiety or like very extreme amounts of stress um which is sad and yeah it's sort of why we're talking about it today and sort of you know just raising awareness about it mm -hmm. um on that note of kind of defining between um anxiety and stress uh i've yet to get checked out just because you know the the therapy waiting lines in the UK are just really long um, but I'm pretty sure I suffer from anxiety it's been like a problem for me my whole life I just remember kind of overthinking about everything and and having kind of anxiety attacks and not knowing what that was as well when mm. I was younger just thinking that oh I'm just a drama queen mm. um, but the the way I distinguish my stress from anxiety is um, well I think stress it kind of manifests itself in it well not all the time but sometimes just trying to distract myself with like doing a lot of things I don't know what what are your kind of stress stress uh, my stress moments yeah oh gosh I feel like the morn has seen a lot of my stress moments now I think about it because when you said about like comfort eating um, I just remembered I had an assignment recently and I was in the morn and I had like a little like beverage buffet I had my like caffeine I had my water I had my like fun drink which was like this juice that I got on the meal deal which you gotta have a little like range <laughs> of drinks um, but yeah for me that's the that's the funny part like yes stress and anxiety are two separate things but they can merge into each other and sometimes it can be hard to tell the difference and sometimes you know you're having your anxiety anyway but then something stressful happens and then you sort of have both which is can be hard to tease apart as well it can make things feel even more stressful and worse um so yeah i think you know for me when i'm stressed i very much go into survival mode a bit mm. where i'm doing like the bare minimum to just exist <laughs> and just get through the day like genuinely yeah um yeah i very much go into that sort of mode um when i'm stressed but like with anxiety it's long term um and it's just sort of like i have to like strategize differently and learn how to manage that so that that's what it's like for me yeah i agree stress is short term whereas anxiety is long term and I realise I have anxiety when I kind of do my gratitude practices not just in the morning but just throughout the day sometimes I need a little kind of gratitude check in just to appreciate what I have and then once I've done that I'm still stressed like I'm still stressed about something like it always anxiety feels like there's an underlying snake under your bed 
Mm. Sorry to get like poetic here. It's the anxiety snake. <laughs> so I don't know why that like <laughs> image just popped in my head, but that's how I describe it. It's like this snake under your bed that's just hissing at you and you can't get it to leave you alone, but you just know it's there and it's just creating a problem that like you're scared of it and you panic sometimes and sometimes you're okay you can like mask the anxiety but it's always there and i think that you could say that with a lot of um mental disorders which we will get into in other episodes but that's how anxiety feels for me like it's just always present and i feel for me i feel very overstimulated easily so one thing i'm actually kind of grateful for about losing my or getting my phone stolen is the fact that I don't have WhatsApp at the moment like I choose not to have it on my laptop anyway but I'm not going to download it for now because it's just like WhatsApp really like overstimulates me like all the messages all the different group chats oh sorry that, that makes me sound so popular no honestly <laughs> the same with like messages like I will look at my phone I'll see the notifications I'm not I'm not, I'm not doing this right yeah. now I can't do this right now yeah so I get very overstimulated easily and that kind of triggers my anxiety and then that kind of leads to burnout which is a whole other thing mm. but that's my experience with anxiety um, and that's how I differentiate the difference um, between stress and anxiety I think mm, definitely and like as students we deal with both and we'll deal with both like in different ways um, and I think it's important to know that because if you're just labelling everything as stress, it kind of makes it more stressful, very ironically. Um, so it's important to know. So yeah, dealing with anxiety is more like long term. Um, and what are some of the ways you've managed to cope with that? Um, for me, as I said, I found mindfulness and meditation uh just over a year ago now and i'm still kind of getting used to it but yeah that is one thing for me so my introduction to mindfulness was from uh arianne huffington's book thrive um and she mentioned this exercise which is called the toothbrush meditation and um you just you just really you brush your teeth it's, it's an action you do every day hopefully <laughs> for two minutes um which is like time to yourself which we rarely get these days i feel like mm. um and you just focus on the motion of of the the brush strokes and you just think about nothing but the action you're doing now which is brushing your teeth that's so interesting because yeah it's a little day-to-day task that i I don't know what I'm thinking when I brush my teeth. Like I've, I've just woken up. I'm probably like, oh god, got another day. <laughs> like another day of doing this. It's probably still like pitch black outside and like <laughs> losing the world here. And then on the other side of London, you're just there doing your like mindful tooth brushing. Oh my god! I can't stop! 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 My laugh in this mic is not great. (laughs) No, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. (laughs) No, but, yeah. Okay, carry on with your your toothbrush experience. (laughs) No, I was going to say, because I am so mardy in the mornings. Like, I (laughs) am that guy. I need time to accept 
okay, it's another day. <laughs> we got this. <laughs> we got this team. Me and my like <laughs> two little molecules of serotonin left. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, mindful toothbrushing, that sounds like, you know, an interesting experience of being like present with it and just being in with yourself. I know guys, I'm gonna have like my position on this show is very, I'm aware it kind of sounds a bit obnoxious and a bit too zen, <laughs> but I do really believe in this stuff because it's really changed my life and it really has helped me cope with my anxiety. I'm not saying it's gotten rid of it, to be honest, over this past year, even though I've, I've found out about it in this past year my anxiety has kind of gotten worse but I think that also comes with like you know coming out of lockdown and being suddenly a, a uni student um, <laughs> so that's there's a lot of factors that play into anxiety like we can't deny you know it's a mix of your environment like biological stuff circumstantial yeah, <laughs> stuff like you know, so much goes into it yeah um so yeah that's that's one thing that kind of i'm not just a toothbrush thing like that's not the that's not the one action i take to like get rid of my anxiety that's just your meditation brand <laughs> it's just brushing your teeth that's it <laughs> no but um that was my introduction to meditation and mindfulness because it really made me think when i was doing the exercise for the first time i was like wow i really don't take enough time to just focus on what I'm actually doing like what is actually in front of me my mind loves to just go off into the future um, I, I read somewhere I don't know if it's accurate but um, it's kind of like an interpretation of depression and anxiety so I don't want to like state this as a fact but I read somewhere that depression is kind of more it can be more kind of past based whereas anxiety is more kind of future oh i think i've seen that quote and then like you focus on being in the present yeah so i'm just really in that in that mode right now just trying to focus of on what's in front of me and you don't have to do it doesn't have to be a toothbrush thing like it could be just like first thing when you wake up just instead of going on your phone look out the window and and admire what what's outside you know like this morning I was forced to do that because I don't have a phone <laughs> I'm just gonna shade this this phone thief this whole <laughs> that's it that's what we're gonna call title of the episode this is just at the apps for <laughs> but you know what you've made me a better person today like I've I've actually prioritized what's important I've done what I've I've meant to do oh, I, I'm doing what I'm that was not English you're just being so perfect, you can't even like put it into words yeah so so thank you thief everything everything happens for a reason i guess yeah here we are um so yeah uh meditation mindfulness i find it quite difficult to meditate to be honest like it's more of the mindfulness thing that keeps me going meditation itself like actual pure meditation of like sitting in silence focusing on your breath work i still struggle with that mm. um how about you? Have you tried meditation? I have. I've tried it recently. I was so cynical about it for like so <laughs> long. Like when people suggest meditation, I'm like, no, no, thank you. Um, Why? What is your? Because I just had that complete like misconception of like, oh, I need to like just sit cross-legged and just be in silence, and I don't want to deal with my thoughts. Therefore, I'm not going to sit in silence. But it is literally just you know because we spend our like days like 
thinking about the future like it's very rare that we're in the present moment so like I've started it recently again just to sort of be more in the moment and stuff um, so I'm a bit familiar with it um, yeah yeah I know I, I can appreciate it's really hard to get into that mindset because you know our society we're just especially like living in London we're so conditioned to just be thinking about what's the next move like everything's a strategy like everything's just mm. yeah but to be present in the moment that's one of the hardest things to do I yeah feel like and you just wouldn't think it but and it's it so really simple is. but yeah mm. uh just trying to be aware more so in this book I might as well just get like sponsored by this book but um get the author on the podcast yeah oh my god that would be my dream <laughs> but, but yeah I think that is one of the main things I do to cope with my anxiety it's definitely um not like a a long-term fix well actually I guess it is like trying to practice being more present in the moment and and meditation mindfulness eventually will benefit me long term but I know it doesn't can't just cure it from its root there's so many things I need to work on but I do have um yeah just this constant um worry about the future and and time like I just feel like time is always running out and yeah I just try to like focus on what's in front of me like really focus like in the morning just look out what what am I grateful for kind of thing just try and be positive but yeah what about you nice nice yes mine's the op- not the opposite of zen vibes um <laughs> but it's just a bit different so like I know for me like number one when I'm stressed is that I and I feel like this may be like other students as well um I find it so easy to just like neglect like my self-care like you know so in my mind I always tell myself like if I'm not doing the basics needed for a human in order to function how on earth am I expecting myself to deal with anything else so like literally like just getting enough hours sleep make sure like my like the vitamin levels are up basically giving my body the best chance and like it's just so easy to neglect stuff like that especially when you're stressed or like if you are dealing with anxiety and you're going through like a really rough patch your mind is literally focusing on just getting through each day um, so like that's my number one thing is just you know making sure I have the basics like done because um, yeah it's easy to neglect them um, and then my second thing is um, like just not doing things like just not dealing with it on my own and like for so long I didn't like talk about mental health because of that classic like oh I don't want to be a burden yeah. but like talking about or like just you know being aware of your mental health with your friends doesn't mean like offloading everything onto them it just means like you know for me it's that quality time spent with them so I know if I'm like particularly stressed it's like I want to set aside time to do something really nice with my friends that's like completely different from what I'm doing now um and like one of my things for stress as well is making time because you know when people say oh I need to make time to relax like I do that but I'm like I need to you know relaxing can't just be spending the day at home I want to make the effort to do something different so like my like body my mind feels like refreshed Mm. kind of thing Um, and I remember seeing this tweet like a couple weeks ago um, and it was talking about obviously how important it is to like rest from work 
um, but like the different like types of rest that there are. Um, so the tweet was like, you know, when you're stressed, get your like physical rest. Um, so like that may, that may be like it, like releasing tension. So like exercise, for example. Um, and then the second one was uh, mental rest. So that could be like painting or some sort of like meditative activity. Um, the third one was like creative rest. So again, going to an art gallery, looking at nature, all that kind of thing. Um, the fourth one was emotional rest. So like journaling, um, that kind of thing. Oh, journaling. I love journaling, yes. And then fifth was social um, kind of rest. So you can like do it with others or with yourself. So it could be listening to a podcast such as the Think mm, Mental Podcast. Yeah. Um, or like reading or um, just, again, just doing something with your friends. Um, sixth was sensory, which I thought was really interesting because um, like when we're like so like physically like anxious or stressed like we use like the constant pinging of phones and like the light on our screen fucking like um, notification noises on our phones um so it's just like giving your senses a break so like just like turning off mm. your phone and going for a walk um or something like that and then the seventh was spiritual rest which was like connecting with a sense of belonging and purpose um so it was like um, talking about like world issues with a friend, like um, doing some volunteering, like um, donating to charity or going to some sort of like charity event. Um, so yeah, I came across that tweet the other day and like after that I was like, yeah, for me, I think one of the most important things is like with my anxiety and my stress, because honestly like being a student, like it's not going to go away overnight, it may not even go away over two nights and that it's like I have to learn how to like not completely change my life but order my life in a way that I'm able to manage these yeah. things because like as much as I would love a quick fix it's just not gonna yeah. happen. I think that is a big part kind of like organization that also kind of can lead to anxiety when you're a bit too organized and things don't go to plan because that's definitely one of my things um but I think when you find time to kind of organize your thoughts, your day, your plans, it can help because I think a big part of anxiety is just kind of not knowing what's going on. Mm. And then that creates anxiety and then you're just stressing about stress and how things are gonna play out. But when you kind of take some, some time out of your day to just conduct a little plan, then I think that can help. As yeah, well. yeah definitely 100 percent. especially like for me like before with uni work i thought okay i'm gonna go to the morning tomorrow um and do some work and by going to the morning i do mean just being on my phone and eating a <laughs> meal deal but nevertheless i was there but before i'd be like okay that's what i'm doing tomorrow and then because the time was so like unstructured i'd give myself like six hours to do like probably like two readings and then I just get stressed about it because it was just so unstructured whereas like now if I'm like okay I can go to the morning like in the afternoon and then I can like see friends in the evening or something um so like the time structure just like helps a lot yeah it's funny because one of my um triggers for my anxiety is time I've got anxiety towards numbers for some reason um, like time, I, I just always feel like I'm running out of time, so I'm always in a rush for some reason. Um, and that leads me to being late to a lot of things or very early. Um, and then kind of money as well. Like I'm quite good with money, but I always just 
kind of want to feel stable and want to have like a certain amount in my account and I don't want to go under it and um yeah so kind of like having that anxiety towards numbers you should see my my planner I've got like loads of pages of just like numbers and just calculating like what needs to be done by what time by uh, and what's coming and what's going out and it's yeah organization is important in kind of like organizing your thoughts and giving yourself like a clearer direction to reduce anxiety but I'm also aware that it can contribute to it there's different there's so many different types of anxieties and I'm trying to find that balance right now between um being organized but not too organized that if things don't go to plan I'm not freaking out Mm, yeah not letting it go to that extreme yeah so that's that's my journey right now if anyone has <laughs> advice or or tips for me uh that would be great because it's something i really struggle with just trying to find that balance because i'm can be very intense when it comes to um my goals and and things and things i need to get done like if it's not done to a certain time i'm i'm very like stressed and yeah sometimes i just need to tell myself to be a bit more kind of like present and just you know there's so much more important things than a time limit you know Mm. it's so hard to remind yourself of these things in the moment especially when you're feeling like crap with anxiety and stress as well um i love your um your multiple different outlets you just mentioned there from that tweet though yeah because like for me i you know for so long i tried dealing with stress like by myself i was like oh i need to do this i need to do that but the thing is like for me what i realized is stress is so powerful and intense it's like i can't deal with this on my own i need to see people i need to go out i need to do things i need to be proactive because like i always told myself like oh it's not that bad like the stress isn't that bad but i like i had to learn like i have to be proactive about it and actually do things which when you're feeling like crap with anxiety is hard in itself which is why I'm always, I always talk about like how important it is to have like good people yeah. around you have a good little support group and having a support group doesn't mean like you have to like vent all your problems to them you can if you want but it can just mean like just going for coffee with someone yeah. and being like hey life is hell of a time right now right <laughs> just kind of slowing down time a bit rather than always being kind of fast-paced mm for me that's the nature of my anxiety i can speak for myself my my anxiety is very fast-paced very kind of future focused and like just never stops just like a bell that just keeps ringing but when i do stuff like that like journaling meeting up with a friend for a coffee that really kind of slows down my perception of time and helps me kind of stay a bit more balanced uh but yeah that's that's how i cope with it and and Dev gave a list of things you can do to help. Yeah, exactly. And being in London, there's always something going on as well. So in a way, it's kind of an excuse for me to get out and about. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is self-care. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to touch upon, like, very briefly, as we will be talking about this in another episode, is just kind of... I think it's very fitting for, you know, King students, but kind of... Um, the idea of perfectionism and imposter syndrome I've got major imposter syndrome which I could do a whole other episode on but um, yeah I think as well just 
as a, a uni student, it's really hard, in a, in a really good uni like King's, mm. um, it's hard to kind of acknowledge your accomplishments and you're always trying to strive for more and, and do more than you're already doing and sometimes you just need to like look at yourself and be like, I am enough. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, like I got so stressed about this because I, I could do a TED talk about how much I despise LinkedIn. I find mm. it so stressful, um, especially with imposter syndrome. It's always like someone talking about their summer internship and it always stresses me out. Um, but yeah, no, I I had a thought the other day and I was like, everyone I looked up to in life, I don't think they had their act together when they were my age. Yeah. Like, um, and that's fine. I, and I think imposter syndrome is like so significant. Like among students and it's funny because like the people you think wouldn't have it because you think they have their act together also suffer from imposter syndrome sometimes um and it's just funny how like stressed and stuff we all are <laughs> but in reality like you may not feel like it but you know at this moment in time like we're doing what we can yeah especially when you do achieve some sort of accomplishment and you even after that, you're still not satisfied. You're still feeling anxiety about the next step. I, I get that a lot. Um, it's just, you need to step back and realize that, you know, you, you've achieved something. Shouldn't that be enough? Like, why, why do we have to create more thoughts on top of, like, the positives, you know? Um, sorry, this is kind of unrelated, but related. Um, I just got a a thought that pops into my head about imposter syndrome I'm very much like that with um the gym like fitness as I mentioned before it's like a, a big part of my life and I'm actually going to speak about it on Saturday at the women in academia event I've got a little segment on kind of women in fitness and sport and I am going to be talking about imposter syndrome and just feeling like as a girl um I downplay my kind of fitness ability a lot because in the kind of sport I'm in powerlifting uh, it tends it can be very like male dominated so when I do speak about it especially to men um, I downplay it a lot and like I do hope to compete one day um, but even when I say that I'm like oh yeah I hope to compete but you know like I'm not I'm not that great right now but that's not true I've been training for like two three years and I know I know what my abilities are but I don't know in, in front of certain people sometimes I I tend to downplay or kind of have this like inferiority complex and that leads mm. to more anxiety and like we know it's a real deal because you have a fitness Instagram <laughs> <laughs> I have a fitness Instagram it's private at the moment um but you know if I get see that's part of my imposter syndrome actually the fact that um I'm just too shy to kind of publicize my my achievements and that kind of stopped me from posting my fitness account too because um as I got more people following me it started off kind of just as a family and friends thing as I got more people following me I was like oh no now I have to post like real stuff like it can't just be like wholesome like messing around stuff like now I'm into powerlifting it should be like proper form everything and it's just like no like not that, that's just my anxiety speaking again that's the snake under my bed but yeah that's sorry that kind of went off track but that's I was gonna say does a snake under your bed have a name hmm no I haven't 
doesn't have a name at the moment. It's just a very mysterious snake. That that makes it even more mysterious. Yeah, a bit like me with no phone today. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was saying to Dev, I feel so mysterious without a phone. Like I don't even know what time is. I was gonna ask someone on the tube what the time was. Like a really mysterious old-fashioned girl. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that, that's the main character stuff. Yeah, we're like complete opposites. I have no sense of time. I'm absolutely awful. Um, <laughs> that was late today, by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't think I've been on time for something in a long time, and I know that makes me sound like an awful person. But I'll be honest, like I'm just I'm just running late always. Um, but yeah, I have no sense of time whatsoever. Like absolute abstract concept to me. Well, yeah, that uh, today time is just time is just an abstract feature for me today I don't, I don't know what that is and then you're going to get your new sexy phone it's <laughs> back on it <laughs> oh but this this just links to my anxiety about time and money i'm going to be spending a lot on this new phone thanks thief and then but i'll also I'll, I'll be able to know the time now because i'll have my phone which is kind of that's kind of stupid i i i had to use my tv today to check the time because my mom still hasn't change some of the clocks in our house so i wasn't sure if if it was like eight or seven (laughs) (laughs) so i had to go on bbc news and check the little corner but you know sometimes just got to do what got to do um i hope the thief knows the impact they've had on you and your time and place in the world (laughs) the absolute like thought crisis you had with the uber driver yeah but, you know, you created that critical moment for me to realise who I am, who Sophia really is. And um, Sophia has realised, and I don't know why I'm talking in third person, but Sophia's realised that she's changed a lot since finding meditation. Because as I said, a year ago, if this happened to me, I would have broke down. I would have like not done anything today. But now I'm just like, you know what? It's just a phone. Acceptance is key, I feel mm-hmm. like. Uh, that was my little anecdote. And... Uh, We've just kind of wrapped up what helps us, unless you've got anything else to add. No, I haven't. I was thinking if I've had any um, Uber experiences <laughs> that have made me question my life. And I haven't. The only one I've had recently is that I um, recently moved flat and I was putting obviously all my stuff in the Uber to go from one flat to the other. Um, and we were just in the car and the guy was like, are you running away from love or are you going to love? <laughs> And I was like, man, I'm just moving flat. <laughs> I was so tempted to create this like dramatic backstory and being like, oh yeah, like I was like with like the love of my life, and then like <laughs> they had to leave to go to a different country, and now I have like the rest of their things. They left me their one knitted sweater. Oh my god! Or like something, but I was like, no, man, I'm just moving. Flat. <laughs> it's not that deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get that. I've had that experience before. I was moving a lot of my stuff, and then I had an Uber. I felt really mysterious. I was like, I wonder if he knows what, what I'm doing. I wonder if he thinks that I'm like running away right now or something. <laughs> I'm just like moving some stuff to my grandma's house, but you know. He, he doesn't know that. Yeah. He'll, he'll have to remember your face with a missing person. <laughs> poster. <laughs> Uber drivers have a very important role in society. They honestly do. Big up Uber drivers and the conversations yeah. that they have. You, can, you really bring out our critical moments as human beings. <laughs> they really do but no I am one of those people that when I'm in a new I do just like have fun and I make up a different life oh maybe like, I'll do that next time or... it's fun it's like what do you do I'm like oh I'm a doctor <laughs> bro I'm 22 <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm too honest I just start venting about my own life and, and they're just like okay I have to get this girl home <laughs> <laughs> just start speeding up <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, but I think, hmm, I'm trying to think if I've got anything else to add. Uh, on the note of meditation and mindfulness, which, by the way, I am publicity officer for Meditation Society, so check that out because I feel like it's very underappreciated. Like, we need more people coming to our events, but, um, meditation and mindfulness it doesn't have to be just sitting down and doing like oh you know um for me uh, a physical form of meditation or mindfulness is going to the gym sorry to bring that up again but that's like one of the very few times i can actually kind of release and and um get away from the distractions of the world like i just put my phone in airplane mode and just zone into my music so yeah just a quick reminder that it's not like when i give my advice on meditation and mindfulness it's not just about kind of sitting in silence and breathing it can be anything that you put your mind to that you're solely focused on that like you've got no other kind of like thoughts about you know stressful things so find your find your release that's my advice to everyone yeah advice I guess mine would be just to find your source of outlet that really helps you to just kind of forget about things for a bit. Mm. Um, so yeah. That's, that's good advice. I think mine would be don't forget to look after yourself. Mm. And that doesn't mean taking a bubble bath with a glass of rosé, although if that what is what self-care looks like <laughs> for you, then please go ahead, have a lovely time, light a candle for me. Um, but yeah, just it's so easy, just, you know, you need your sleep and you mm. need your rest and you need to eat your greens and make sure you're getting your vitamins when we have five hours of sunlight a day yeah. and all that stuff because you've got to give your body a chance to deal with all this kind of stuff mm. yeah vitamins is really important actually what what goes into your body as well that's important especially as the the season is changing that can actually have a big impact on our moods oh 100 percent. like seasonal aided depression that is a thing like winter blues mm. as they call it I just did um <laughs> I just did like speech marks and you can't you can't see that. <laughs> but with my fingers I, I did like little, you know. But anyway, I think that that is our episode on anxiety and stress. And um yeah, I, I feel a lot more calm actually after this hey. hectic twenty four hours after speaking about it. I took your advice. I, I was I socialized with you and just kind of like vented a bit and i feel good there we are love to see things happening in yeah, action now for my trial shift good luck with your trial shift <laughs> thank you so yeah thank you guys for joining us for the past hour or so um so you can if you have anything you want to talk about anything in our episode that came up um just drop us a line on our instagram at think mental um you know if you want to come on the show if there's anything you want to talk about any ideas like just find us there but you can also find um our events that are coming up there as well um we're planning some stuff you know we've got stuff in the works got some events this week um we have events every week but um i think i'm not sure when this is coming out but we have our tea and talk coming up soon so keep an eye out for that because um, we're sponsored by Bird Blend Teas and last time I tried the rhubarb and custard one and it was really good um, and there's like some other ones I really want to try so I'm actually going to go this mm. week just, just for the teas um, so yeah you can catch us there as well but um, that's everything from me got anything else you're in? Yeah. no just just have a lovely day and hope you enjoy this podcast guys cheers guys thank you
Thank <laughs> you.